0: This episode of the Thrive Life podcast is presented to you by Roar Alexander, powered by Thrive Life International and home of the Thrive Life Challenge.
1: Get ready to discover everything you want to know about fitness, nutrition, and optimized healthy lifestyle hacks to help you truly earn your Thrive Life.
0: Also be sure to keep up with Roar at www.RoarAlexander.com and share the Thrive Life podcast on iTunes, soundcloud or the thrive life podcast page on facebook now with no further delay let's get on to the show hey everybody thanks for tuning in to another episode of the thrive life podcast i am your host functional fitness and health expert Ror alexander and i have a great show coming up for you today in fact i am extremely excited about this show because it's something very new for myself as well Now, if you're in the West, one of the newest trends, uh, of course, you know, in the West, something that's been around for thousands of years, as we're going to find out, is guess what? How do I call it? Tradition, ancient, traditional psychedelic medicine, and many people are now traveling to countries such as Mexico and Peru to take uh, part of different retreats that. Um, administer with a shaman usually or medical doctor these ancient medicines that come from either different planters we're gonna find out even uh, a toad that is like a literal amphibian toad that is native to only one part of Mexico only comes out uh, I believe it's two months a year and only at night And people are taking it for different experiences, whether it's to help them overcome some drug addiction and alcoholism or to come over any other addictions they have. And many people are just looking at it to find themselves. So many of you may be more familiar with the ayahuasca, uh, which is in Peru. Peru has seen a gigantic... Organic influx of alternative medicine psychedelic tourism. I believe the uh, one main city, I can't remember the name off right off my head right now, but apparently it had 250,000 visitors last year in a town that has about half the population of that for people coming to take these ayahuasca retreats that can last anywhere between three days and seven days where they sit with a shaman and they uh, get into a hot tent and they do different uh, treatments. Uh, and basically, to find themselves and learn things about themselves. So this has been something that I've discovered about a, maybe a year, year and a half ago, and I'm extremely interested. And just recently, I was on a trip to Malaysia, where I was meeting with a friend, and it turned out her husband actually met um, the our guest today, which is Dr. Octavia Reddig. She, she uh, he met her. Sorry, he met him in Malaysia uh, when Dr. Reddig was on one of his. <laughs> Uh, traditional medicine tours and he actually went through the process with the uh, doctor and he was telling me how it dramatically changed his life so so big he quit his job uh, he says it dramatically just it makes you see things that you know people say it goes back to experiences from when you were a baby you can um, you know you can see, see very interesting things parts of your history that you had forgotten about now What's really interesting about this is there's actually quite a bit of science to back this up. And uh, there's actually quite a bit of evidence too, that shows you that this is not just a trippy you know psychedelic LSD sort of trips people are taking, but this is official uh, scientifically researched cognitive research and that it activates different parts of the brains that is responsible for long-term uh, memories and memories from a long time ago including activating parts of the pituitary gland and the neocortex which of course is the one part of the brain that makes humans human. Something that no other creature on earth has. So we're gonna to talk to Dr. Octavia Redding, and we're gonna get right down to it. We're gonna find out everything there is about toad medicine and about this uh, new trend towards psychedelic ancient medicine. I hope you guys enjoy this. Dr. Octavia Redding joined us uh, all the way from Mexico. I'm in Thailand, so we had about a 15 hour difference, but it was great and uh, he gives us lots of information. I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in today. Today I have Dr. Octavio Redig with me, who is very famous doctor known around the world. Uh, is it fair to call you the, the toad doctor, the doctor of toad medicine?
1: Well, it's uh, as, as you prefer. I'm just uh, a regular guy who is working with these extraordinary medicines and doing uh, really unique uh, work. Uh, but I'm, I'm for you. you. You can just call
0: me Octavio. Perfect. Now, I've I, some from what I read, and tell me if I'm wrong. What I'm going to do is I'll give everybody a really quick breakdown of what I think is correct, and you tell me if I'm wrong. Um, you're a you're a medical doctor in Mexico. Yep. And you were working for quite a long time with just sort of tr- uh, just sort of like uh, regular medicine, correct? Yep. And then you got introduced. I guess the documentary I was watching was maybe about five years ago so was it about 15 years ago or so you kind of got introduced to the alternative forms of medicine? Yeah. yeah,
1: and, yeah, yeah. And
0: how did that happen exactly? So what, what were the kind of the stages that took you from just dealing you know with people with coughs and giving them you know Tylenol to becoming who you are now?
1: Well it um, has been a, a personal journey that took me from sugar, and alcohol, and tobacco, and sex, and TV into cannabis, and peyote, and also illegal drugs, so I was uh, trying to find myself, and I get completely lost, and I went to the med school trying to understand better the reason for me of being so sick. And so lost. And then I discovered that it was not just me, that it was our society and it was our education. The one that was uh, directing not only me, but many people into the self-cultural destruction. Mm -hmm. And also to the um, disconnection of the roots uh, of, of our own nature. So the first plant that changed my life was cannabis. because cannabis is not a real intogen. The first uh, real intogen that I tried was salvia divinorum from Mexico. That it's a unique plant that contain uh, salvinorin. That it's a, a unique uh, uh, molecule. And I didn't know that it was. It were another 130 different plants that for me were completely unknown. And I was already in the last year of my med school. So for me, it was just incredible that no one in the books or in the hospitals uh, told me about these extraordinary substances as Salvia divinorum. Uh, so I was in the last year of my career. Um, I, I was 23 years old. And then I had the first experience with Salvia divinorum. And this uh, plant. Uh, shift my consciousness in a few seconds, and then I wanted more and to explore more about these plants, okay. and then I get into in contact with the book uh, "Plants of Gods" of uh, Hoffman and Schulz, and then I realized that I was completely ignorant. That even uh, it it didn't matter if I was about to have my certificate as a physician, I ignore. Uh, most of these uh, sacred plants. So here in Mexico we we have the the tradition of the usage of the peyote and also the usage of the mushrooms okay. and many other plants that people in the past um, used for spiritual and uh, also for healing purposes, but It was uh, forbidden for uh, regular people uh, to get in contact with this kind of of, uh, knowledge. It was considered things of of, uh, brujería and and witchcraft and uh, magic and uh, things that were not allowed by the the established uh, system. Gotcha. So, um, for me, it was like a, a big surprise that nature had these uh, extents and, uh, and amazing tools to work into the, the better understanding of our consciousness. So then I started just to try the different uh, psychoactive plants that, are, that exist in Mexico, just like the mushrooms and the peyote and the salvia. And then I started to mix and play with, uh, with the different combinations of these plants. And suddenly I had an epiphany. Mm-hmm. I, I heard a voice and I received a message. And then I knew that I will have the opportunity to receive a tool that will help me to free myself of my uh, self-created demons I, and the, the, the traps of, of my mind and my education, and that I will have the opportunity to leave other people to do the same by themselves. And this was a few years before having the first encounter with the Toad Medicine, and this was also before being a crackhead. So I needed first to face my own demons and to in in a way to be uh able to help people to get rid out of the uh, synthetic uh, uh addictive behavior first i needed to free myself of my addictive behavior
0: yeah you and you i wrong.
1: did it was true the told medicine it took me 18 months since the first time that i took the told medicine after being smoking the crack for three and a half years 24 7 non-stop wow that's I lost a lot of crack third <laughs> crack, yeah, crack, crack cocaine, it's free, yes. best cocaine. Mm. I was I started using cocaine when I was a teenager, maybe sixteen or seventeen, okay. and it was always related with the alcohol and the celebration, in the parties. Yeah. But the snorting cocaine was something that I could handle, and it was not a real problem. It was uh, also considered something the for socializing and for going to party. Yeah, but when I started to go into the hard drugs, as crack. All my life went away. I was completely hooked into the consumption and I sold all my belongings. I was living on the street, eating from the garbage can and completely alone, desperate for finding uh, a way out. And it was true, this uh, Sonoran Desert Toad secretion, that after the first intake, I saw the light and I felt the the hope again, but it took me uh, a few times, a few sessions with the medicine, and to start to increase the dose because I did this without any kind of guidance. Yeah. So I didn't know how much medicine should I smoke or how often, uh, but I was following my heart and also the message that I received from the plants, and suddenly. The days became weeks, months, and years, and I've been out of that for the last 12 years of my life. I've been able to to travel for uh, around 30 countries for the last five years, working with United Nations Association from Venezuela, conducting the scientific international research with these medicines, also now working with CAMBO, uh, from uh, the Amazonian rainforest and also with Jopo from Venezuela <clears throat> creating this culture about the respect of nature and also the importance of understanding these medicines and also the creation of places to work with these uh, sacred um, uh, uh, medicines not only to treat uh, the drug addiction mm-hmm. but also to treat post-traumatic disorder Deep, uh, depression and many other illnesses that are like a pandemia. All over the planet, people are suffering for the same conditions and we all all lack of the same understanding of our own nature. So I believe that these natural medicines are the, the, the way out to the madness that we create uh, with the ignorance and w- with the prohibition and also with the um, uh, deep uh, pollution and intoxication Uh, of our own mind and our our species with all these chemical drugs and all these prescription drugs and all these uh, uh, distorted ideas about nature and ourselves. So I can see a bright future for humankind but also for our planet uh, stopping the the intoxication and the poisoning of our waters, our uh, air, and also, our bodies with all these chemical drugs.
0: Yeah, I know for sure. So one of the things uh, that was a, that covered a lot. So let's let's bring it back a bit, and uh, we'll cover some of your points a little bit at a time. How did you learn about now? People people listening might not know. You're talking about an actual toad, like like a, like a frog toad, correct?
1: Yeah, it's an amphibian. Uh, yeah. From more than four hundred and sixty
0: different species of toads that exist in the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the differences between the toads and the frogs are the glands the
1: toads have glands uh, uh, on the skin are external glands and these glands are mainly uh, um, reservoirs of uh, toxins and and, uh, venom that uh, protects the toad so there is one species of toad that contains a unique sign. Uh, that it's the Sonoran Desert toad or Bufus alberius. This toad uh, lives in Sonoran Desert. Mm-hmm. Sonoran Desert is an uh, area of two hundred thousand square kilometers in the uh, the border between. Mexico and United States in the west of Mexico and west of United States, okay. uh, Arizona, California, a little bit of New Mexico, and all of Sonora State in Mexico. So these toad live under the ground for ten months every year and only come out at night to reproduce and feed on the monsoon, on the raining season. Wow! And this is a unique species that it's uh, the largest amphibian in North America. And it's a, a extraordinary being that lives very uh, uh, hidden in this extreme hot uh, weather, and also in winter, in these uh, 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 really uh, extreme uh, temperatures. So this toad, it's a uh, it was lost. The knowledge of this medicine for all the tribes that live in, the, in in Sonora, Mexico, and also in the United States in recent times. Mm-hmm. But we have all the relationship between the toads and the magic in all the Mesoamerican cultures. For an example, for the Mayans in the Popol Vuh, that is the book of the creation. Uh, they they tell that the toad was the carrier of the message. To the gods, to humans, oh,
0: okay. and
1: for the rest of the different cultures of Mesoamerica, as they all makes the Toltecs, the Aztecs, the symbolism relating the feather serpent or Quetzalcoatl or cuculcán or this uh, fusion of the jaguar, the eagle, and the serpent, was uh, among all these people for more than three thousand years. Okay. And when I start to track the legends, and also the artifacts that are exhibited in the museums, I start to reconnect the symbols that people are using for expressing this connection with the center of the universe or with the infinite love, with the experience provided by the Southern desert Desertode. I, I am not the first one who is talking about The relationship between the toads and the magic in the mesoamerican cultures because archaeologists and anthropologists were talking about this clear evidence about the presence of the amphibians for the spirituality in all the mesoamerican cultures but uh one of my my uh the the uh, things that i my contributions to this field was to reinsert this medicine to one of the tribes to the des- of the desert okay. and then to start to work tr- treating mainly crystal meth addiction among the population of this tribe and then when the elders of the tribe took the medicine then these new chances start to flow in through the mouths of these elders in a completely oral tradition community that means that these people didn't have any scripture so all the traditions and all the knowledge was transmitted by the language and by the chants. And they were still using the chanting for healing in recent times. But when they took the medicine and these new chants start to appear, for them was like a re-flourishing of their own culture. And when we start to dig into the legends of these cultures of the, de- of the desert, then we realize that the same golden being that the Aztecs and the Mayans were talking about is the same golden being that the tribes of the desert were talking about also in their legends. And for me, it's clear that this golden being is the golden medicine of the Sumerian Desert Toad because beyond the experience provided by the mushrooms or the peyote or even plants or medicines as the ayahuasca or the yopo, the toad has... Uh, this uh, peculiarity that you don't need to cook, you don't need to chop, you don't need to do anything to harvest this medicine. And the amount that you need to complete, breakthrough of your own mind, it's really tiny. So because the tolls suffer no harm for the extraction of this medicine, and there is many of these tolls in this large area of, of, of Mexico and United States, and there is all this evidence in the museums and the legends Mm-hmm. We, should, uh, we must be really naive to dismiss the fact that people in the past knew about this medicine. But the truth is that no one knows how to work with this medicine in recent times. Yeah. So, because there is no tradition, people are, and for the last 30 years since people knew about this medicine, around the 80s, uh, start to work with it in different ways. I started to work with the medicine in open spaces because I was working with the natives in their land. And then I didn't need my consultation room anymore. I didn't need to protect myself of the neighbors or or the people because I had the permission to work with this medicine openly in this land. So then I start to work at night with the stars, with the moon, with the sun, with the ocean, and then I start to Understand better the importance of the environment, the set and the setting for the experience. But the main uh, 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 addition to this uh, therapy has been the sacred chance of the serial community. Because when people take the medicine and then instead of going into the silence or talking to the mind, trying to understand what's going on, they can just go and flow into those melodies, surfing those, those states, guided by these melodies, by these uh, vibrational uh, frequencies in this ancient language that was uh, transmitted by the nature to these uh, people from this uh, uh, same area as the toad, for me that has been the, big, the biggest uh, gift and the biggest surprise because not only for me, my experience has been different after the addition of the chanting, but Mm -hmm. also for all the people that now can come to Sonora Desert to visit the Seri tribe, that they they can have the experience with the told medicine and also to have a a, a different uh, approach with the culture and the people and the land and the desert and the traditions. So it's not only about the substance, but it's also about the context. So I feel really happy and proud to to be part of this uh, this reintroduction, this renaissance of these medicines, and and the creation of a new humankind. In the one nature, it's important. In the one, we need to create botanical gardens instead of so many laboratories of synthetic drugs and maybe we, we can uh, achieve a better quality of life for us and our families. And I think that everything will start just with this uh, simple breath of this uh, simple uh, medicine that, that exists in these unique species of toad. So yeah, for more of the 460 varieties of toads that exist in the planet, Bufus Alberis is unique and that's why we need to uh, protect these species we need to uh, make people understand that having this in captivity is not good for the species, is yeah. not good for the medicine, and is not good for the desert or for the people. No, yeah. for
0: sure. So you have people then, so you kind of invite the public, uh, so people can come to the tribe, they can come to the land there, and they can kind of partake in the whole thing?
1: Yeah. Okay. Since uh, 2011, the, mm-hmm. the Seri tribe started to work with this medicine then the, the, another tribe, the Yaki tribe, and then the Toton or Odam tribe. Like now, right now, three or four different tribes of Sonoran Desert are working with the toad Medicine again. So people can come, visit the elders. There is some uh, traditional um, uh, doctors in these communities that now they are working again with the toad Medicine, not only with the plants that they have, Mm-hmm. So now there is people who can come and, and have access to the experience of this medicine uh, guided by the natives uh, of the Surin Desert.
0: Gotcha. And are you still, can people come and see you too, or are you uh, working on it? Yeah,
1: absolutely. There is. I have a website. It's uh, Com. Perfect. Yeah, and
0: really. I
1: have also my Facebook uh, page uh, with my name, Octavio Retich Himojosa. hmm and i'm doing tours uh also i'm opening a center in venezuela to work with these uh, these medicines and there is also many other people working with this uh medicine uh, uh right now in the planet so yeah if if someone is interested in uh, participating in one of the uh, the workshops or the tours or the sessions are are welcome just contact me on on my website or on facebook
0: now that's kind of interesting now you you travel around the world. Um, when when was your last tour? You you did do a tour of Asia, because like I said, I, I was introduced to you by a friend who actually did it in Malaysia. So when was that? Was that last year?
1: Yeah, that was uh, the not this year. this, oh, was year, this year. I don't okay. know, maybe eight months ago, something like that.
0: Okay, so where's uh, your next tour? I've tours? been
1: in, in India a couple of times. I've been in Asia a, a few times. I've been in in Australia, uh, North America, uh, South America, most part of Europe. I've been traveling with this medicine nonstop for the last five years, and I've been in more than 30 countries, uh, giving the medicine to around 7,000 people, so I have uh, uh, a lot of experience with this medicine. Mm -hmm. and. And also, I think that I'm a pioneer in the world working with this medicine, as I'm working with this medicine. I am not the first one who knows about the top medicine, but I am the first Mexican physician who is traveling the world uh, working with this medicine, treating uh, addictions to synthetic drugs. And also the implementation of the, of the CAMBO and the YOPO, to the to the technique to, to the protocols to help people to to quit the, the, the addictions. Now, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm working uh, uh, active on this. So when
0: where, where is your next tour? Do you have any Do you have any places set up for your next tour for? 2018? I'm
1: going. I'm going to South America, Venezuela, and then Colombia. Okay. And then in April, I'm going to Argentina for the second time. Okay. And in the summer, I will be back in Europe. Yeah. I think that I will be in South Asia also in this two thousand and eighteen, but okay. I don't know exactly the the countries and and the dates yet.
0: Do you have any Canada trips uh, planned?
1: Canada? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I've been a few times in Canada, both coast, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I don't think that I have planned something something uh, uh, close.
0: Gotcha. Let me ask you a question. When you travel to a country such as like Malaysia, which is you know a highly restrictive on uh, substances, how how is it that you can get around to all these countries? Is is this not considered a class like the toad the the toad venom, which is a five meo DMT, correct?
1: Uh, the total venom, the Told secretion, contain 20 different alkaloids, not only 5-MeO-DMT. Okay. And I am doing my work as part of an institutional project mm-hmm. from United Nations Association for Venezuela. Okay. And uh, the the work that I'm doing is protected by the uh, international laws of. Uh, uh, traditions and customs of the indigenous uh, people of the of the world. That's how many people is uh, uh, having access to medicines as ayahuasca, because even if, for an example, DMT is forbidden in so, some countries in the world, uh, also the Santo Daime and the Peyore are protected in countries as United States, uh, mm-hmm. because there is international laws that allow people to have the, the religious uh, freedom and also the traditional uh, medicines and also the, 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 the tradition of the indigenous people of the planet. So I am not an, as an indigenous person, but mm-hmm. I have the permission and the support of not only one, but a few tribes and I'm not working only with one, but a few medicines. Uh, working with uh, uh, this institution from Venezuela, mm-hmm. and, and it's uh, a formal scientific work, so when I travel uh, everywhere, I I have these letters from United Nations, uh, letting the uh, authorities of the airports and customs uh, and, uh, that I'm traveling, doing this work with these medicines, and also that uh, this is part of this institutional project, and I've been doing this for, for a few years, uh, but the, the, the association of, uh, from Venezuela, they, they uh, were conducting uh, this uh, research for almost eight years. At the beginning, just with Jopo and Ayahuasca, with Taitas, uh, that mean uh, indigenous uh, uh, shamans from uh, Colombia and Venezuela, Mm-hmm. Uh, since 2013, they add my, my work with the toll to the project and then uh, we're working as a, as a team with these medicines.
0: Oh, very interesting. Now, let me ask you, so what does now, well, let's start with this. In the last few years, I would guess, um, kind of that s- psychedelic culture has been catching on. Like, I never heard of ayahuasca really before about two years ago and there seems to be a lot of talk about it. What do you think has been the rise in the popularity with um, with with traditional medicines like this? Like, why is it becoming so popular in the West?
1: Okay, the, the one of the things is the internet. That now the information it's available for people just like like that,
0: really fast. Mm-hmm. And also because many of these dogmas and many of
1: these uh, uh, p- 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 prohibition prohibitionists uh pro- yeah this some of these uh, laws that were prohibiting many of these plants were mm-hmm. based more in economical or political interests than in health
0: yeah uh, natural
1: science. also because now with the uh, All the technology and the technological advances and the research that people are doing with many of these plants uh, has been like an opening in the scientific community. I think that the plants like cannabis has helped a lot Mm -hmm. because cannabis is the right example of something that was demonized by society and by governments uh, a few decades ago. And that now we can see clearly with all the evidence that scientific community and all these cases of people who, who which uh, were treated uh, treated by uh, uh, f- uh, from uh, Parkinson, epilepsy, even cancer with cannabis. So now people can see that for for a long time they were told that this was a poison and that this was something dangerous and that people should be hanged or put in prison uh, for having uh, uh, consuming their plant like cannabis. Yep. But now the trend is that in the United States it's been legal. In Canada, it's legal. Yep. You can go to many places in Europe and it's legal. So countries like Portugal who change the regulation and the politics about drugs and substances, they are showing to the world that these kind of strict laws are not the way that education is the way that sometimes ignorance uh, uh, guide people to 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 be in trouble and when people have the education and they can choose they won't commit the same mistakes so one of the biggest uh, uh, issues of our society was to put all the psychoactive substances in the same box yeah. and try to think that heroin is the same as DMT and that then Prozac is uh, better than the I know I don't know the tea that our grandmother was uh, uh, offering to us <clears throat> with the time we now can see that traditional medicines has a value that we can see as Chinese medicine, or Ayurvedic medicine, yep. or also the traditional medicine of the jungle, or Africa, or also South America. So now we can think more as a global citizens, world citizens, and then we need to learn about everything that is around us. And the only way to understand things is with experience and also with the open dialogue about things. Yeah, so I sure. think that the internet has brought many of these uh, frontiers down because people can have access to information, information can be spread really easy, and also uh, the technological advances and, and the, re- the rise of the necessity that people have because we are in a really sick society. It doesn't matter how many pills people has. If we don't change our habits, if we don't change the the way of thinking, then we will commit. Uh, we will still committing the same mistakes. So I think that uh, this is the time. This is the time for freedom, mm-hmm. freedom of the consciousness, and also freedom of all these uh, delusional ideas about nature and ourselves.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I was just in India myself, actually. I was did a uh, meditation retreat at a place called Pyramid Valley outside of Bangalore. And then I spent another better part of a week actually doing a Ayurvedic medicine at an Ayurvedic medicine retreat. So I'm uh, definitely very interested in the uh, kind of alternative medicines out there. Um, now, when somebody comes to see you uh, or toad medicine, it's quite a bit different than the... Um, then I, uh, the, uh, what is it? the ayahuasca, correct? Ayahuasca is a drink that you drink and it seems that most of the retreats for those that I've seen, it's usually anywhere between three days and seven days. Um, it seems to be a, quite a lengthy process where yours seems to be quite a bit shorter.
1: Uh, is it correct that the average yeah, for yeah. you is well, about 30 there, minutes? There is, yeah, there's many differences between the ayahuasca and the toad. Okay. Some of them is the preparation. Mainly because the toad medicine will not be absorbed by the digestive system; okay. it will be directly uh, uh, the, put into the bloodstream through, the, through uh, by the lungs. So, the ayahuasca retreats. Uh, you need a diet. Also, the ayahuasca works in a in a slower way than the toad, mm-hmm. and it's softer. And it's a really powerful medicine. I love ayahuasca. I, I, I do the, the ayahuasca uh, ceremonies when I have the opportunity to sit with different Taitas and to experience different traditions and also to experience different privileges. And that's one of the biggest differences between the toad medicine and the rest of the medicines. Yeah. That, for example, with ayahuasca, depends on, on the preparation, the mixture that people put in this, in this brew and how the medicine was cooked with the told uh, the differences are not related with the person who pre- who, who prepared the, the 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 medicine so the effectiveness it's different because there is different also different uh uh reactions in the body not because you had 200 ayahuasca you know what the toad is and vice versa. They are different medicines. They, they have different uh, purposes, different uh, ways of, of working, but all of them are like the different fingers of your hand. Uh, they belong to the same part of, of the body. It's just that uh, all of them has also different uh, uh, functions.
0: Gotcha. Now the the toad is smoked, correct? You have to, yeah, it's read that it has to be combustible, right? You have to smoke, it. Is that correct? Yeah. And it hits you in about 10 seconds, is that correct, too?
1: Less than 10 10 seconds. It's just a few seconds. But yeah, it's it's instantaneous.
0: What can somebody expect? Like when I think of hallucinogens, you know, you kind of think of the 60s LSD and trails and lots of visuals. But I've I've heard the toad's different.
1: Toad is not... uh, I think that it's an uh, experience that take away all the hallucinations of the mind, because okay. uh, we are out of the present, out of the here and the now, with the possibilities of the past and the future, and the Toad Medicine takes all that bullshit away. Gotcha. The Toad Medicine is not about seeing any vision, it's not about contemplating Outside, or beings, or colors, or shapes. There is a fractalization of the reality, but the told medicine is about experiencing how you are co creating your reality, mm. and how you are the center of, of, of your own universe, and how you are infinite love. In the told medicine, uh, in the peak of the told medicine state, there is no shapes. There is no distances, there is no colors, there is no you or me or them. There is only this huge oneness, this uh, integration of everything and its vibration and its sound and its white light. So (laughs) it's a different (laughs) experience and also because... With the time, you start to understand better the own nature of your own mind hmm. and how there is different aspects of the being and how you are more than your ego and your thoughts and that we all are our emotions. So I think that the toad connects everyone with a more simple way to understand themselves and reality. And this is about the feelings. Got it's it. about the love, about the peace, about the release of the sadness or the rage or the repressed uh, feelings or the stock energy. When you allow yourself to let go all that, all those things that you don't need anymore, and then you reconnect yourself with the fact that you are it. You are here. We all are one. But some people cannot understand these concepts until you experience this state inside of you. And then you can remember this and then you can reconnect with this always because it will be part of yourself. This is something that once that that you get this message, you will never forget.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. and
1: it, it doesn't matter who you are or who you think that you are or which character you created for yourself. Everyone in these thirty something countries over these ten years in these different seven thousand people, most part of people are talking about the same. That's something that never happened with any kind of psychedelic. If you give lsd to 10 different people if you give dmt to 10 different people or peyote or any other mushrooms people will talk about different experiences all will have different reactions Mm -hmm. and with the total medicine people will have different reactions and people will have different experiences but at the end of the day everyone will be talking about the same Mm -hmm. infinite love connection with god Uh, the illusion and dissolution of the ego and the mind. These are the uh, common uh, experiences that people have, and that's why this medicine is so special, because you don't need to to make any kind of interpretation about anything. This is so easy. You understand that you are love and you are God, period. Hmm.
0: So... You had mentioned before that you originally started using it to help people cure, um, to cure different addictions, drug addiction or alcohol. Um, it's also been used, you said, for depression, different mental disorders, PST. But what about the normal people that come to you? I don't really normal, but what about the people that come to you that don't have any addictions? What, are, what, are those, what do you find those people are the, looking the, for? The
1: thing is that we all have addictions. Okay. Even people who never drink alcohol or smoke cigarettes. We all are addicts to different things. It can be sugar, it can be food, it can be sex, it it can be work, it can be exercise, it can be movies, it can be everything that people enjoy. People start to spend a lot of time and energy doing that. And when you take away this activity or this person, people start to have an abstinence syndrome. Hmm. That's what happens when people break... Uh, with their partner, or they cannot go to the place that they wanted. People start to have these attacks of uh, panic and anxiety and, and rage. Uh, people can go really out of their center and their balance. Hmm. So this medicine is not only for people who are using synthetic drugs. I start using this medicine with the drug addicts because they are hopeless. And they are most part of the of the time uh, with no any uh, healing is just temporary when they go and be uh, inside of, uh, of a rehab center or some people just change one substance for another substance. And at the end of the day, you see that the addictive behavior is still being there. And we all at some point, Are addicts. So, if the people who consider themselves normal, people who are not uh, seeking from some kind of specific healing, are the ones who achieve more benefits with this medicine.
0: Gotcha.
1: Because if a person who has a problem with a substance, they think that the substance is a problem, but no, it's just a symptom. All the people who are using a substance, there is something deeper, and it's a lack of love. It's a lack of identity. is that people don't know that there is many other better things to do, and they are used to doing those things because they are trapped there, because they believe in that, and most of them because they are intoxicated by some substances, yeah. the toad medicine helps people to flush the, the 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 system, but also to reconnect with a higher consciousness, gotcha. a higher state of mind. And when you connect with this state of mind, you understand that you were wasting your energy and your time doing things that are just nonsense. That are Meaningless. That oh, they aren't are useful
0: to your life at all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but do, do you need? This is like. A, how can I say it? The darkness only exists in the absence of the light.
0: Yeah.
1: So once that you see the light and feel the light, feel the light, then all that darkness is just vanished because it doesn't exist anymore. Hmm. That's the old medicine. Nice. It brings this light to the heart and to the mind. It's not for everyone, uh, it's really strong, it's really powerful, uh, it's, it, it will be not pleasant for all the people, not all the processes will be just funny and, and pink and, and full of joy, because some people need to face the fear some people need to face the darkness, and some people needs to go through some kind of tough uh, processes, and this is a responsibility of our society, and also to create these communities all over the, the, the planet mm-hmm. who help people to go through these processes and walk these paths, because if you ask me as a facilitator of this medicine, I don't have any authority over the reaction that people will have with the medicine. I'm there just to help people to walk through those uh, uh, stages, but it's necessary for everyone to understand that this is not a game, that this is not for fun, and that this is something uh, really serious and transcendental and important, but life-changing experiences are not necessary pleasant experiences no, I can like some I can people imagine. needs to to face the worst part of themselves before changing and yeah. these medicines sometimes put you face to face with that part of yourself ayahuasca can do it uh, over the night and ton medicine can do it in a few minutes yeah. and the the benefit is the same you will have same benefit if you do ayahuasca or do toad and do Ipoga, but you will need to do all these medicines in order to understand the differences and the similarities between them. Not because you had one experience with LSD means that you know about psychedelics there yeah, no, for sure. so many differences yeah. between the, the plants and also with the different traditions and the different ways. So it's uh, we we need as as humans to understand that diving into our consciousness will take also a long time. Yeah it's I not something that no, we can not, It's not can.
0: gonna be a quick fix with uh, one shot.
1: Yeah. Now yeah. you would also mention a
0: couple other we don't have to get deep into them, but just what, what is what there you mentioned Jopo and Kambo, What what are those?
1: Okay. Yopo is uh, the tree of Anandantera peregrina okay. that the seeds of this tree contain 5 dmt and NMDMT and other tryptamines. The use of this medicine, we can track the use of Yopo to Tiaguanaco, 4,500 years before Christ.
0: Wow. People okay. in
1: Bolivia were snorting these seeds. So the use of this medicine is nothing new. People thousands of years ago knew about ayahuasca and knew about Yopo. But a difference of the toll, there is a tradition alive of the use of Yopo in Venezuela and a few other tribes in, in South America. But this uh, medicine was widely spread in all the Americas before the conquer. We have the, the items in the museums to prove that these seeds were used in the past to connect with the spirituality. Mm-hmm. And for some of the tribes of Venezuela, like the Yanomamis uh, or the Piaroas, the Yopo is the direct connection with the spirit world. Okay. So, I had the opportunity to do the Yopo first time three years ago in my second trip to Venezuela, and it really changed my life. I was initiated by the Chamán Piaroa Bolívar uh, 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 to be a carrier of this medicine, but I'm still learning through the medicine. And I, I, I had, I don't know, 50 experiences with ayahuasca over the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I respect a lot of ayahuasca, but my experiences with JOPO has been deeper and stronger. Than ayahuasca so when i hear all these people talking about the the vine and the ayahuasca ceremonies all over the planet and also i'm concerned about the depletion of the jungle and it's because we are still been ignorance it's because people don't know about these other medicines and it's because uh, we are in diapers going Giving our first steps, learning to walk uh, again, to, to then to run and then to to to, to walk faster. Yeah. And uh, the the cambo, it's uh, the frog from the okay. from the Amazonian forest. This frog lives on the trees. Okay. And this frog is, um, they people catch them. Uh, Tight the toad from the arms and legs, and then start to to um, play with the stick on the nostrils of the of the of the frog. Okay. So then the frog start to be like uh, irritated, and then start to secrete this fluid all over the skin. So this fluid is capped um, in uh, in uh, some sticks. And then you burn your skin, and you rub the secretion of the of the frog in the skin. Oh,
0: okay, so topical. It's
1: a huge, huge, deep uh, purgative. People vomit, sweat, and and uh, have uh, uh, defecations. Uh, it's a deep cleanse for the lymphatic system, mm-hmm. and the people in the jungle use it for hunting, for poisonous uh, snake bites, and many other uh, uh, illnesses, because it has uh, uh, anti-parasite, uh, uh, antibacterial, mm-hmm. and antifungal uh, activity, so it's really, really powerful.
0: Gotcha. Now you're Jopo. You said you were you said you're uh, you do you do the to medicine with people? Do you do Jopo with people too?
1: Yeah, I don't uh, run uh, so many ceremonies of Jopo okay. because they last the whole night. Ah, okay. And it's really intense. I can work only with a few people, 10, 12 people, not more than that. So my s- ceremonies with the toad are during the day. Yeah. And for me it's just too much work. Like I've been working with with, with Jopo, but I cannot go at the same phase that I'm working with the toad because the time and energy that I need to put into the yopo ceremony. But yeah. as a psychonaut, as an as an explorer of my mind and my consciousness, I discovered and I found in Jopo uh, a new chapter in my life a new encyclopedia of my life hmm. and there is many hours that i need to spend and to put diving into the yopo yeah. maybe i don't need to go i will need i will do more toad in my in my life the rest of my life but i think that i need to do more yopo than toad because i already did a lot of of told for many years and yopo is it's kind of new in my life, but Jopo is nothing new for the people in the in the jungle. It's like a for me. It was like a paradox because when I started working with the told medicine with the natives of Sonora, mm-hmm. no one knew about the medicine. So I was like like showing the medicine to them, but then they showed me the traditional chants, and then I understood the importance of the ceremony. That's why. The chanting is so important in the Icaros in the ayahuasca or in the Peyote ceremonies and also in the told ceremony. I could not do the told medicine without the chanting. Yeah, could, I
0: Could you explain Could you different. explain what um, just quickly explain what can somebody expect so they've never been here before? What what do they expect from kind of beginning to end?
1: Well, you will stand in front of the sun uh, with your eyes uh, closed. Okay. You will, with your eyes open. Sorry, you will take the medicine in, and as soon as you take the medicine in, all your reality, all your life will be gone. Uh, you will be the uh, explode in millions of pieces of, of little particles of light, and then you will be reconfigured as a new human being, the same all that you were, but. This is like reloaded because a lot of the energy that you didn't need anymore, it will be just gone. And And some people don't have a fresh memory of the experience. Some people just remember the intake of the medicine the first seconds and then when they are back. But we are not doing this medicine for the experience. We are doing this medicine for the benefits that brings the experience in the days and the weeks and the months after the medicine.
0: Yeah, the medicine, it's a bummer about what happens after what happens. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and the integration process of this medicine lasts for like two weeks at least. And it uh, mainly uh, it's uh, about dreaming, about having reactivations of the medicine on the next days Mm -hmm. and just to have this profound uh, state of of bliss and unification with your breath, with your emotions. And uh, people start to act in different ways. People can just go and give a hug and say, I love you for the first time to the relatives. People bring their, their dear ones to the, to the, to the medicine, like the, the dynamics and the roles of the person inside of the family and society start to change after the experience of the told medicine and that's the reason for us to do the told medicine yeah.
0: and you said there's chanting too so, so you have them face the sun then you then you give them uh, you give them the medicine you admit you yourself administer the medicine to the, to the correct
1: medicine. yeah and also i take medicine also with the people that okay. this is something that people can just watch on these videos there is also shamans of the global village uh, that it's a uh, in Gaia or also in some, some other uh, websites in internet and there is also the Vice video. And, I mean, uh, the ceremony is about reconnecting with yourself and with the elements of nature and being surrounded by this uh, field created by the sound of these uh, chants and the rhythm of the rattle and also the physical contact with uh, with uh, the person who is providing the, the medicine, in this case my, myself, mm-hmm. and also with the water, and also with the rapé, that it's this uh, tobacco powder that people in South America use for snuffing, and it's uh, really also good for reconnecting with the body and for purging, and it's a, a short experience that that I don't know touches people really deep into their soul.
0: Perfect. So I know we've been going for about an hour here, so I'll let you go soon. Just one last question. If you could tell me, what kind of people do you look for and what kind of people maybe should not do uh, the toad medicine? Is there anybody who should not do it? Like what kind of what what kind of profile do we looking at?
1: Well people with uh, heart conditions People with terminal illnesses, people with psychiatric uh, uh, pathologies, all of them needs to be uh, um, valued by a, a doctor, by a specialist, okay. uh, some people who are taking some antidepressants and mainly if someone is taking some uh, inhibitor of the oxidase. that's a contraindication for taking this medicine okay. but some of these uh, conditions are also relative contraindications because uh, some of the people that I've been treating, it's mainly people with uh, addition to prescri- uh, prescription drugs or people with psychiatric uh, illnesses as uh, bipolar
0: uh I call
1: it disorder. Yeah. Yeah. Disorder or depression or um, schizophrenia. Even I, try, I treat people with schizophrenia okay. uh, in the past. But all these people with the special conditions needs to be uh, handled in a different way. Gotcha. Uh, other than that, this medicine can be uh, done by mainly everyone. Since uh, young people to elderly people, I've seen pregnant uh, women doing this this, this and other sacred medicines, and I haven't seen any kind of uh, uh, side effect related directly with the medicine. But in my experience, I've seen people with prior conditions that can be revealed uh, after or during the medicine so everyone who decides to take this or any other uh, sacred medicines they should understand the responsibility that these kind of techniques needs to 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 be to be faced with 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 and also as for our society that some of these uh, medicines because are not regulated people uh, don't need to go to school to start to doing this. So mm-hmm. now you have all these people uh, Neo shamans and people who are call themselves practitioners or facilitators of these and many other medicines with no any kind of uh, formation or education about uh, uh, The body and the illnesses and the drugs and the uh, Medicines and it's risky so I will advise to everyone to go and track and make a survey and make an analysis and make a research about the medicines and also the providers and yeah. if people decide to do this in the best uh, possible uh, mental state and also uh, guided and com- and combined by, by someone. Don't do this alone, don't do this if you are under the effect of any other drug or substance and try to, to, to be completely aware of the possible consequences that this uh, experience might uh, bring into your life because this is not uh, a joint and this is for sure not for fun.
0: Yeah, I know for sure. Would you suggest that they also have a few days off of work after this as well? It doesn't seem like something you would go to work the very next day.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Just like, like uh, with ayahuasca and many other retreats, it's good to have a few days before and a few days after to integrate the experience, to be with other people who are going through the same process so you don't feel yourself alone, and to understand that everything that happens it was meant to be and it's part of, 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 of your own journey and we all are here to be with you and to 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 help you and to guide you and to to share with you this life
0: Awesome. Well, that was great. That's been an awesome interview. I could probably, I have have enough questions written here for another hour, so we'll have to do a part two sometime. Um, Absolutely. But where can, you had mentioned some, uh, you had mentioned before you have YouTube, uh, sorry, you had Facebook, a website. What else do you, anything else that we should know of? Instagram, anything like that?
1: Uh, There is uh, also my YouTube channel, Octavio Reti, and also. uh, some friends in in Czech Republic just finished this uh, documentary. It's called uh, "Buffal Barrios: The Underground Secret," and uh, Stanislav Grof, that is this uh, really famous and respected uh, psychiatrist uh, who worked with uh, psychedelics in the sixties and had the experience with. 5 DMT and also the Toad Medicine, he's mm-hmm. talking about his own experience and how this medicine uh, can be used as a therapeutic tool in clinical uh, context. And I think that this documentary, Buford uh, Barrios, uh, The Underground Secret, will bring a lot of light to people into uh, to this topic uh, because uh, uh, this is kind of new. But people will start to learn and, and listen more and more and more about the toad medicine because it's really effective and it's something else. It's uh, something really different. Yeah,
0: sorry, did you say it was a book or a video? He was he was. He, that's a
1: that's a, a, a movie. It's a documentary. It's called and also, the... I have my, my, my book that it's uh, toad of dawn. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, also available on, on 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 the internet for people. Toad of dawn.
0: Perfect. Yeah, I will put links to uh, pretty much everything we talked about. And uh, yes, well, thank you again for coming on the show. It was awesome having you.
1: Uh, anytime, brother. Perfect. Thank you for, for having me. I'm sorry for
0: being late. Hey, okay. uh, no worries. I hope to, to talk uh,
1: again soon. Okay? Uh,
0: and I hope to meet you in person one day. So. Uh, yeah,
1: that will be great. And share the medicine. That will be amazing.
0: Perfect. Thank you, doctor. And I will talk okay. to you again soon. Dangerous. Thank bye you bye bye, bye ciao bye bye thank you